Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Walker Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Walker. You got our co-host here, Andy Seep. How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. Doing good. Can't complain. Can't complain. I'm doing good, too. We have we have here today our little special guest. That's our... For me, know, some of y'all might know him as C's. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Over at Trans Barbershop, how you doing? Good, man. How about yourself? How y'all doing today? All right, good, bro. I can't complain. I can't doing complain. Great. Doing great. That's what's up, man. So right off the bat, I'd like to ask my uh, guests two questions. On a scale from 1 to 10, what is your mental and where is your physical at right now? Mental, I'd have to say I like a good... 8.5 out of 10. 8.5? Why do you say that? Because I've been healing, man. I've been tight, going, tight. you know, I've been going through some shit and, you know, mm-hmm. I got myself right and, uh, you know, I just been, I think I've been good, man. I've been at good pace. So I just think my mental is very, very important to me. For sure. So, yeah, I'm at a good 8.5 right now, man. And then what about your physical? Physical, I think 9 out of 10. Mm. No, yep, I like that. Go. I like yep. that. Yep. Because 10, no one's ever perfect. Never. There's always... Improvements, oh, you know, all the time, always, all the time, always. Hey, Andy, well, uh, what about you? Oh, I say right now, mental. I'm at like a six right now, and then wait, hold on, why you at a six? Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty yeah, low. That's low, fam. Yeah, you got, now, you, now you got to explain. Yeah, you got some explaining to do. Yeah, you got some explaining to do. What's going? What's going on, man? All right, let's let's hear it. I don't know. It's just uh, I feel like I'm at a six right now. It's like there's. Sometimes I just feel like I'm stuck and I'm stagnant and I don't know why I'm stuck and I'm stagnant. So I'll just say I'm at a six right now. Who knows? Maybe when we're done recording this, I'll be at like an eight or a nine. Type, type. But I really don't know. But physical, I mean, just got back from the gym. So I'm at a nine right now physically. Like you said, though, you can always improve. So, yeah. For sure. For sure. Now, me, my mental, I'm going to say I'm at a solid nine. I'm going to say 8.5. Because, okay. like, you know, the sun out, making me feel better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sun staying out later. <laughs> yeah, weather is nice, yeah. You know, I started this podcast thing. I'm starting to like how it's going. I'm getting a lot of good compliments on it. I'm feeling good. Life's good right now. I'm chilling. Amen to that, man. Yeah, for sure. I'm chilling. Uh, physical, I'm definitely going to say nine because 10, no one's perfect. Now I'm getting there. I'm on a cut right now. I'm meal prepping. Been okay, meal prepping okay, since okay. January. Big diesel coming. Trying to, <laughs> trying to get right for the summer. Trying to get swole on them. Trying to get right for the summer. My dog benching three already. Just maxed yeah. out. Just maxed out. Okay, 300 a week ago. That was like a couple weeks ago. I'm barely hitting 100. Hey, How do I get, get to there? three? Hey. He's got to keep working, bro. He's got to keep hey, working. Man, I, yeah. I'm in there like, I'm in there five days a week, sometimes six. Okay, okay. Take discipline, bro. Jeez. Take discipline, yeah, bro. Discipline's important, man. After a long day of work, too, bro. Facts. It takes discipline. That's the best time to do it. It's the best time. But jumping over to our first question, how was your early childhood life? Give us a little explanation of that. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, bro. We're going to dive in. We're getting deep, man. Straight out the, right off the bat. We're going to dive so in. Childhood what? Your child, like your early childhood life. How was it like in your household growing up? Um, it wasn't pretty, man. That's for sure. How you say that? Just you know, I had a lot of family issues in between my parents, so that obviously affected me growing up. I seen a lot of dark shit going on in that home. I lived with like most of my family, man. We all kind of moved up here from Texas, and it was just a lot of people in that home, man. So shit, yeah. it wasn't the easiest thing. Brothers, sisters. I got one sister. Yep, one sister, okay. Yep, yep. She's a couple years younger than me. Now, do you care to share what was going on? 
Uh, no, nah, I don't mind shit. That's what we're here so, for. Yeah, man. Let's, 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 let's talk about on? it, man. Well, shit, there was a lot of alcohol, obviously, included in this in this home. With you? Nah, no, no, no. My parents, my dad, my grandpa. So, like, all these people. And I'm starting to see all this as a young kid. And my bad. Where'd you grow up? In Texas. And, oh, then, okay, okay. and then in Minnesota. Moved up here. Grew up in Fairbolt. Bad, bad, bad. Okay. So, yeah, man. Shit, it was just a bunch of... A lot of alcohol abuse, bro. Just, you know, I seen a lot of men treating women yep. like shit in that household. So, you know, you start seeing all that stuff, man. You start respecting women a lot more. And, no, you know, I feel yeah, you. Yeah, you know, like you start seeing the shit they go through. But yeah, man, it was just a real dark time, bro. Like shit. But I got out of there, bro. Right. Shit, that was the thing that motivated me the most. Now, was both of your parents in the picture? Yeah. Yep, okay, yep, that's at good. the time. Yep, yep. Until I got a little older, then they separated. Separated? Okay. Yep. Why did they separate? Same, the same shit, bro. Same thing. Just a lot of alcohol abuse, bro. Nobody was ever at peace. Nobody was happy. So, is your so is how's your mom doing now? She's good, man. Happiest she's ever you better know, than ever, ever, that's ever bro. That's ever. That's what's up. That's, that's mm-hmm. what's up, bro. You said you had a younger sister. Yep. What was that like growing up, seeing all that, and then trying to be that older um, brother? Bro, yeah, that's trying a good to take question. care of her. You know, that was probably the hardest challenge I had, bro, because I wanted to protect her. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And, course, and not have her see all that shit. Good thing she was too young to understand until. She got older, you know, and then she started realizing the shit that she was seeing. Yeah. Right. The shit I, I saw when I was little, you know? Yeah. Now, I always say it would be hard for me to have a sister because I can't, like, you know, I know how dudes be. I know how, how yeah. I am, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, in, like, yeah, dealing yeah. with that, bro. Like, dudes coming, like, I don't know if they were coming over, but just, you know that dudes are talking to your little sister? Yeah, I think okay. she was just too young for me to see that. You know what I'm saying? I was already in a different part of my life. Like, right. I was okay. too grown. So, I mean, but she was steered right, man. She steered in the right direction. She had a lot of good, uh, she had a good, you know, role model, man, as a, as a brother. Right, right. Are you still, like, in contact with sister? Yeah, 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 yeah. We talk. Yep, yep. We talk, man. That's good, bro. Yeah, we have a good relationship. That's what's up. That's what's up. How important is that, just to you having a good relationship with your sister? I think it's very important, man, to have a good relationship with your sibling. You know, a lot of people forget that. As they get older, they forget about. No doubt. You know? You always got to keep that bond. Got to keep that bond, the last thing that's left. strong. For sure. Is your sister, how old is your sister? So she's about to be, what, 27, I 27. think. 27. She married, dating anyone? Yep, married, yep. So okay. how, do you, how do you feel about her man? I mean, you he's approve, cool, man. You he's approve? cool. I approve, man. He's yeah. keeping her happy, man. Keeping her at peace. You know, they have a little one together. So I think yeah, this go. is a challenge they both got to go through together, you know, to learn how, how to be parents. No, that's right. That's 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 the, that's I'm the glad movie. she waited until she was this old, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, so we, now, what's going? What's going to your family life? What's your family life right now? I know you. I know you have two kids, but tell the people. You have two kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, I got yep, two daughters. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. A two-year-old and a five-year-old. Man, Gabby and Everly. Man, that's my life. Now, what is your what is your ideal father figure? What is like some some things you take pride in? What's some examples that you do? Um, I think the most important thing, man, is just being there for them, bro. You know, regardless of oh, the yeah. situation. Uh, However, I'm dealing with my mental health. You know, anything, I got to be there for them as strong as I can. For sure, You know? But I think that's the ideal thing, man, is just be there. You know, show them love, show them affection, and just never give up on them, bro. That's it. Nah, I told you we're going to get deep. Let's get it. So now I know you got a little divorce not too long ago. Mm -hmm. So how how did that play a role in your mental? How did that that play a role in your mental health? You know, Mm. divorce, going through all that. I know that, that type of stuff can be stressful. Yeah, no, that's definitely, uh, it's not an easy task, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. You, you think about that a lot after the separation, but uh, right. it cha- it changes everything, bro, you know, because you get used to living with somebody and being with somebody every day, 
and then all of a sudden it just stops, you know? Right, right. So then you got to change your whole mindset, your mm-hmm. whole living lifestyle, everything. Um, it affected me a lot, but I think it was something that motivated me to better myself as a person because I wasn't who I was supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? No, I so feel like, yep, yep. But yeah, so, it so, was not easy for sure, man. That's definitely not an easy thing to do. How long were you married for? Man, six years. Six years. Yep, yep. Where'd you guys meet? I met her in high school, man. So we were together for oh, 12 okay. total. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yep, yep. So now, do you feel after the divorce and stuff like that, you like kind of leveled up, bossed up a little bit? You feel a little bit better mentally? Uh, mentally, yeah. Now I can say I'm a 10. Yeah, I'm a okay, 10 in, yeah. that, in that aspect just because I was not myself. I lost myself. You know, I, I was in a very dark mm-hmm. hole at that time, bro. And, you know, you don't realize it, man, because you got all these things kind of coding. You know, there's distractions. Yeah. You got something coding it, pretending to be. Something that you think it is, you know? But no, it's right. really not it. Um, so let's talk about your early barber. Like what made you start getting becoming a barber? As you guys will know, he's a barber at Trends yes, in the Apple Valley. Yes, sir. The best in town. Yeah. Sorry to all the barbers, but Man, best in the South Metro. No, hey. I'm 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 as humble as they come, man, but I'm gonna talk my shit when it hey, comes no, to my business. Sure. Well, I was I've been going to you since I was like in sixth grade. I'm twenty one yeah, now. Man. I've been cutting him for a minute. That's Real crazy. loyalty, bro. No, yeah, I cannot go any royals, bro. I just don't trust nobody with my head like that. Like, like, I just can't. But yeah, talk about your early barber life. What made you start? What made you get into it? What was the motivation behind that? Ooh, all right. We're going back far now. We're going back far, yeah. man. So this really all started when I was probably in eighth grade, bro, to be Damn. honest with you. Eighth grade? Dang. Yeah, and that's real talk. Um... There was no barber where I come, you know, at the time I grew up in Fairville. Right. You know, okay. just gray clips and shit. So, you know, I had, <laughs> Hell yeah. Can't do so that I, one. Hell, I, had to, I had to learn how to cut my own hair, bro. I just, I told my mom to let me, you know, she used to use these clippers to cut my dad's hair. None of us really ever went to a barbershop growing up, man. We, we used to let mom, mom Dukes do it. Right, right. Fucked our hair. Our heads up, <laughs> so hey, I was sick of it, bro. It'd hey, be like this. Okay. But uh, yeah, man, eighth grade is when I started kind of getting into the barber thing. I started cutting my hair. My little cousins and shit, it just evolved from there, bro. I started cutting homeboys in school, and as time went on, man, I just got better and better. I fucked them up. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I hey. fucked a couple of them up, bro. Yeah, but what happened when you were rookie. Practice makes perfect, no, bro. Sure. You know? Um, shit, man. Just as time went on, went to barber school right out of high school. It was either that or go work a nine to five. You feel me? Yeah, I yeah. feel you, bro. Fuck that nine to five. I said, I want to no, be my yeah. own, my own boss. Way, bro. Yeah, so... Went to barber school in 20, what, 12? Damn. And worked at a shop for a few years just to kind of learn. And that's really where you learn, bro. You know? Like, right. you don't learn shit in barber school. You kind of just learn the basics. But right. you, you really learn in a barber shop. So, to me, it feels like the barber was kind of... You knew that that was your calling from the beginning. That was my, that was my passion, bro. That's, that's what's my up. passion. I really started seeing it as, as a passion when I was probably in, like, 11th grade. That's when I really was okay. like, okay, I'm down for this shit all the way, you know? 100%. So you said that you went to barber school, then you worked at a barbershop right after that, right? Yeah, so basically that's what it is. You know, you graduate barber school, you find a shop you work at, and you stay okay. there for as long as you want, you know, till so you get the experience. What was that transition like working for a barbershop to now owning your own barbershop? Um, it's probably the best feeling ever, man, knowing that you don't have to answer to nobody. You know, like there's a lot of bad barbershop owners and a lot of good ones, you know? Yeah, and, right. You know, luckily I got blessed with a pretty decent one, man. So I learned a lot in the game, and okay. you know. But 
There's been a couple that I worked at that weren't shit. I'll be honest with you. And okay. You kind of just got to take it from yourself there. <laughs> so all the barbers that you have now at your shop, like yeah. how did that all come together? Like yeah, right, that right, selection yeah. because you true. Because obviously going there for like four and a half years now, like I love all the barbers that you have there. So like, what was that selection like? Just going through that process. Man, it's like drafting a team, bro. bro. Nobody you know knows. What I'm saying? Like, it's a good it's, selection, it's, bro. It's, yeah, yeah, we got yeah. we got a good ass squad where we at, bro. Those are that's family though. You no, know, yeah. I don't I don't consider them just employees or none of that. You no, know, yeah, they're obviously their own boss. And we actually we have history with all of them, bro. You know, most of them guys worked. You know, came to us for haircuts. Okay. Um, they went to barber school and did their own thing. You know, and they came and worked for me and Dennis and. You know that's that that's their home too. You know. No, so, what was your steps on to uh, owning your own barbershop? How many shops did you work at before that? What was your What was your first shop you worked at? Like how How did so that go? So right out of barber school, man, I actually went to this like real hood shop in North <laughs> Minneapolis. Oh, <man>. yikes! <laughs> yeah, and you gotta think I'm a I'm a small town kid from Faribault, man, going straight to the hood, bro. Oh man, it was a big difference. Uh, it was a game changer for me. It opened my mind up, but I think I needed that. You know, I needed to see yeah. that. Because if it wasn't for that, then I would have been like, shit, like, <laughs> right, right. you know, but then I worked at that shop and then I worked, uh, I went straight back to Faribault to my hometown. Okay. Um, worked there for a few months with this guy. I learned a lot from man. You know, he's been in the game for a minute. So I, I learned, I learned a lot from that dude. And then I finally went to Brunswick Center and worked at Sheer Innovations. Yeah, that's, that's, where, was, that's where I started. Oh, I'm that's that's where I started. That's where I met you. Yeah. But that, that was the longest shop I worked at for a minute. You know, and I learned the most there, you know, because that's where all my clientele got pretty much raised from. Yeah, that was the OG shop right that's there. The OG. That's oh, the spot, yeah, bro. That was the spot. Damn. Burnsville Center when it used to be popping. Whoa, now it's dead yeah, now. R.I.P. to Burnsville Mall. Ghost Town, man. R.I.P. is Ghost been... Town, man. Sheesh. I'll be hearing other people be getting all type of messed up in that they shop like, now. They got like two stores in that bitch. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I think that Route 21 still there. I can't that, that, man. That know. shit. That shit's dead. <laughs> no, I'm already knowing for sure. Yeah, man. Then after that shit, I went to open my own shop. You know, worked right. there for about five and a half years. That's where I got all my clientele from. That you know, fuck with me till today. Right, right. That's so, true. give us what what is a day in the life of a barber <laughs> owning a barber shop? What's your day in the life looking like? Because you guys got some weird schedules. <laughs> like I got some weird schedules. Yeah, it's weird, man. Because we work throughout the whole day. You know, like. While everybody's outside chilling and shit, we're right. still there. Yeah. Um, a day in the life of a barber, man, shit. You just buy a lot of uh, a lot of hairspray and equipment, yeah. you know? <laughs> shit for your equipment, bro. Like that's really it, bro. It's not that it's not that crazy. This lavish lifestyle right. that people make it seem to be. I mean, yeah, we have fun though, you know. Right. I think it's the only job I feel like you could really be yourself though. Whoa. Like real shit, you know. You could true be true to yourself. You. Talk shit with your guys, yeah. listen to music, man. It's uh, it's a fun. It's not even a job to me, to be real. I about to say it like it'll be lit to yeah, have it, to be it, a barber. It, it's lit, man. There's no rules, bro. You just gotta be respectful and be oh, professional. Yeah, them barbershop debates. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, nah, we ain't even gonna bring that over here. <laughs> yeah, them barbershop debates. <laughs> they, 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 they be going a little too deep, man. All right, tell me how many times you have heard the MJ LeBron <laughs> debate. I know you heard that over a thousand Boy, times. In a I'm so sick of them players. I don't even want to consider them goats no more. I'm already so damn much. Nah, but real talk, like, uh, I'm sick. Yeah, it's annoying. But it's fun, bro, because it's like, even though they bring it up a thousand and one times, yeah. bro, it's still a different type of subject all no, the time. It's like, how many times can y'all talk about these guys, bro? I don't think that conversation. Pac and Biggie's another one. Oh yep, oh, yeah. yep. Shout out to Pac though. You know that's yeah. the, that's the go for real. 
No, right. While we're on the gym, I mean, not the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about the gym because I went to the gym earlier. Or meal prepping, yeah. <laughs> working out in his mind. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm dead. I just went to the gym earlier. I got the gym stuck in my head. I meant to say, <laughs> since we're on the barbershop talk, what was your most craziest client experience? Craziest as in like bad or good? Because it could be good, crazy, bad, and bad. bad. Ooh, like some weird stuff. Man. Some wild had, stuff that happened. I've had quite a few, bro. I got some barber school stories, though. Tell them. Talk Ooh, to them. Talk wait, to me. Talk man. to me. So you cut just about anybody in barber school, bro. You know, off the streets. It don't matter who walks in that bitch, bro. <laughs> For real, man. So I actually had this one guy, bro. I was in three months in barber school. Like, I was still pretty fresh, you know? Yeah. Man, this dude came in, bro. Old, older white gentleman, man. <laughs> Started combing through his hair, bro. And we had just went through these like chapters in the book because you know we did schoolwork at the beginning of the of, of barber school, you know, right, right, for like the first hour. So you learn about all these bugs and diseases and nasty <laughs> oh, shit that could be in your scalp, you know. What? But you know, you learn all that in barber school. Everything, bro. You it gets deep in that shit. So, anyways, man, I'm <laughs> I sit this guy down, bro, and I start combing through his hair like I always do. You know, you got to do that before before every haircut. Man, I just saw all this shit crawling in his hair, bro. Oh, oh, oh. And I've my. never I've never seen lice in my life, bro. That much. Oh yeah, lice. Lice, brother. So he he had lice. And he tried to go get it, bro. Oh, it looked oh. like his whole head was moving, bro. There was so much oh. lice. I had, to, I had to literally disinfect all my shit. I had to throw away all my, like, combs and brushes, bro. Like, because as soon as you touch something yeah, with that, yeah, you, right. you got to, like, pretty much get rid of it. Yeah, dang. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, bro. It was disgusting. And the barber, the, the, the owner of the school was just like, okay, yeah, just clean your shit off and go back to to work. So now, what was <laughs> your, like, like, yo, reaction? I thought I was about to, man, I wanted to leave, bro. <laughs> um, I wanted to leave so bad. I said, dude, my skin was crawling. You, you know what I'm saying? Head, did you? Nah, hell no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even make it to that point, bro, because I was just combing through it. Oh, oh man, yeah. that man, that stuff just crawling yeah, out. I, I feel bad because, like, damn, that's gross as hell. But, man, some people just, you don't know if he's homeless or. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, people walk in there, it don't matter who it is, bro. They pay that $7, they get a haircut. Oh, man. While we're on lice, I want to, there's a theory. Can <laughs> black people get lice? I feel like we can't. Uh, no, I don't think you can. It's probably super rare, bro. Like, just from what I heard being in the barber game, I don't. Nah, most most curly hair people can't. I'm about to say, is it because like how it's the hair horse texture? Are, yeah, you know, they, they can't survive off the hair. Because I remember years ago, my girlfriend had lice, and I was like sleeping next to her, and I didn't know she had it. Mm -hmm. And like she had lice, and I didn't get it. I was like, yep, that just proved my theory that we can't get no lice. This man had to get close up. That just proved my theory right there. I'm Damn, like, that's wild. I nah, yeah, I, I've heard that many, many times where black people, just anybody with curly, curly hair can't get it. Damn. That's wild shit. <laughs> no, nah, it definitely is. So on the topic still of like crazy stories about mm -hmm. being a barber, what is your like biggest pet peeve as a barber? Just one mm. thing that you can't stand. Ooh, that's a good a, question. Man, that's, a, that's a big list, bro. <laughs> hey, name it all. Uh, man, biggest time. pet peeve, bro. Don't stare at me in my eyes when I'm grinding. <laughs> bro, I've been seeing memes about that. Don't, yeah. don't ever look at me in my eyes, bro. Um, that's one. Um don't ever put product in before any haircut, like gel, pomade, grease. Yeah. I'd be hating that shit. And please, for the love of God, can y'all stop stepping on the fucking footrest when y'all sit down? <laughs> <laughs> I never even think about y'all. That, that shit be so annoying, bro. And you wonder why our chairs be breaking. Oh man, yeah, because yeah, that's that. not a footrest. You know, that's not where you like step before you sit. 
That's just for oh. your feet to rest while you're yeah, sitting yeah. there. You know? I'm about to say, I'd be having my feet chilling right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, your feet could chill there, but, yeah. you know, I hate when people step. step that it. whole chair be trying to flip. What? Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a couple of them, man. That is, it's a lot more. But Has anybody ever, like, walked into the barbershop? Because I remember I see, like, videos of this, like, don't do it when you walk in the barbershop. Has anyone ever walked in the barbershop and, like, who's the best barber here and everything? All the fucking time, bro. Man, we, just say, be... we just say we're all good, bro. Yeah, that's got to be. We don't hire no bums. Right. So how is that, like... When people, like, loyal clients who sticks with one barber, and all of a sudden you see them one day go with a different barber, like, do barbers actually take that um, like, in a bad all, way? It just all depends on the type of barber you are, bro. Like, for me, I don't care. Like, if, you know, you stick with my shop and you go to one of my barbers, that's cool enough for me. That's that's love. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I can't cut everybody. You feel me? Like, right, right, I right. only have two hands, bro. So, at the end of the day, if you keep rocking with our shop, that's love to me, but some barbers, yeah, they get mad as hell. Man, you know, okay. to, to them, that's you know, that's how they feed you know their right, 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 whatever right. you know. But to me, it ain't shit. Go ahead, bro. As long as you keep coming back to trends, I'm happy. Cause I remember, I remember, I know you remember this. It was like <laughs> a couple years ago. I went to the I, oh my goodness, I went to the Bahamas mm -hmm. and I got a cut in the Bahamas. I, I tweaked doing that first off. <laughs> what? I came back, my stuff was leaning. This man, oh, Cedar, man. called me out. He's talking about, so I got to get you right, man. Man, I can tell you cheated on me, bro. <laughs> Trust me, I know that line bro. in a minute. Nah, I'm just playing, but. Bro, to that day, bro, I never can trust nobody. He had my stuff leaning. Yeah, for me, bro, it's, it's actually kind of funny. Like, I don't get mad about people going to different barbers. For me, it's more of like a karma thing, you know, like, yeah. hey, if you want to fuck your head up and have somebody cut you, that no, that's, on your thing, head up, yeah. that's on you, but don't yeah. be coming back crying to me trying to fix it. <laughs> That's why I can't switch up barbers like that. You, like, you, you know gotta stick with what you know, yeah. man. You know, barbers, they, we build a bond with the customers, no, bro. Definitely. We just, we know y'all's heads, bro. No, that's true. That's true. No, Jumping over to, um, since I already said the gym, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping over, let's I talk really about that. Out. <laughs> so I saw, so obviously I saw you lost a lot of, lot of weight. Yeah, brother. What made you get motivated to get in the gym and start just going crazy? How was that on your mental? Um, so that's why my mental is pretty high up there in the 8.5, just because that helped a lot. That discipline, back to that yeah, word, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Discipline really, shit, helped me master a lot about myself, bro. And uh, shit, where, where it all started basically was, shit, back in like, what, February of 2022. Okay. I had got uh, these like, you know, I went to the, to, went to the hospital for some like health issues. Mm-hmm. Basically tell me I was overweight, you know what I'm saying? And yep, yep. it was fucking me up, bro. So social motivation right there. Huh? Yeah, that woke yeah, me up, man. Yeah. You know, going to the emergency room late at night for some stomach issues and you know, Dang. I knew right then and there I was like, I gotta do something about this. So shit, I just started going crazy, bro, on the diet. You know, I did all diet, no gym. When people say that, you know, food is the most oh, important the diet, part, bro, you know, that's the important. diet, you know, that's the most important part. So yeah, I did that for about six months, bro. I lost like what, fifty five pounds, I think. Damn. How much were you before um, so I started at like two, two twelve, like around there. And now you're sitting at what? Like one sixty seven. Dang. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. So I kind of noticed. So is that because of what comes with the kind of like the barber lifestyle? You guys be like eating out a lot. Facts, you don't man. have time facts, to like actually facts. bring a lunch. You don't take breaks a lot. Yeah. We is that kind of what played a role in it? We barely have time to eat. You know what I'm saying? So like we're always just trying to focus on the next client, the next client. We forget to eat, yeah, bro. There's damn. been many, many times where I forgot to eat until I got home. Ooh. But when we don't, when we eat, it's like shitty food, something yeah, quick, yeah. something quick. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. burgers, whatever, man. So it's like, yeah, that's not good for your for your dieting either.
Yeah, no. And I think that's why a lot of barbers are either overweight or they get bigger, you know, yeah. and they're not as healthy as they should be. Right. You right. would think we would be healthier being on our feet all day, but shit. How but, much uh how much confidence would you say you've gained then from yeah, getting exactly. that weight loss? Oh, uh, it's hundred and one, bro. Hundred and one percent, bro. Just feeling good about myself, looking good. Just that helped a lot. You look good, you feel good, bro. Oh, I, I, I truly believe in that. For real. Yeah, cause I definitely didn't feel like myself back then, you know. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have like your shoulders shrugged all the time when you go out in public. Mm-hmm. You, you Not confident, insecure, yeah, insecure. all that shit, bro. You know, so it it definitely helps a lot. It helps a lot, cause even with, I know with myself when I kind of like went on a big old gym journey, mm-hmm. I, I got addicted to it. So now mm-hmm. it's like I'm constantly going. And like I just noticed a change in my mood. I'm way more happier because I feel good. I look good. Very important. I look good. You're just a lot happier person, bro. Shit. I don't know. That's why I always suggest people like if you ever have anything with depression or anything, try to go like Andrew Tate said, man. I hate the I hate the quote. (laughs) I hate the quote, man. man. Quote it, Andrew Tate. I hate the quote, but if you're going through something, try to go in the gym and get a six pack. Not a six pack, but try to go in the gym, work on yourself. Just to get fit. Get fit and see, yeah. I, I guarantee you, your whole mood will change. Not lying, it works wow. for me. Just keep doing it. Yeah, I seen yeah. it with you, bro. That's I mean, good, man. I mean, Andy was a little scrawny dude at first. <laughs> I was, man. I was. Boy got, got swole on us. Yeah, you Started lifting a little bit of weight. That's good, man. But that's all discipline, bro. That helps your exactly. mindset a lot, bro. Discipline is very, very critical. It's a key. Key thing to your life, bro. What? Also, your mindset. I always say, you have a strong mindset. Your body will follow. Exactly. It will follow. Facts. That's true. Speak, Just train that. Speaking of uh, discipline, how I know you talked about like standing up on your feet all day. How disciplined do you have to be as a barber? Just when it comes to cutting hair and standing on your feet all day and just being relaxed, not like you know getting annoyed or whatever. Because I feel like if you're, if I'm on my feet all day, you know I'd get annoyed or just. How do you stay disciplined with all that? Man, I think you just get used to it, bro, but it is a lot of wear and tear on your body. You yeah. just got to figure out ways to be comfortable while you're standing there, which okay. is crazy to say because there's not many ways to st- to stand, yeah. you know? Yeah, but yeah. Majority of barbers, man, they don't start getting shit until, like, their wrists start hurting. Oh, that's, like, the that first wrist. thing that starts okay. to hurt. Okay. Legs is really, like, the last part. You would think that'd be the first, but it's really your wrist, bro. You know, you get carpal tunnel with barbering. Right, right. But staying disciplined, standing, I mean, shit, you just don't think about it. <laughs> don't <laughs> think about it, bro. Drink plenty done. of water. You'll be yeah. good. Right, right. Stay hydrated. That's for sure. That's important in the barber game. Hey, uh, you be you be cutting up some celebrities. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know you. I know you. Be, I know a consistent one is CJ Ham. And uh, Andy's a diehard Vikings fan yeah, over here. I know yeah, you be yeah, drooling yeah, yeah. over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's my dog, man. That's like my brother, man. Like we build a, a very like special bond between me and him. Like at first when I met him. I was shook, you know, because I was like my first athlete ever. Right. Okay. So it was cool when I first met him, man. But yeah, I've cut a couple, man. I've cut like Irv and I've cut uh what Polo G's little brother. Yeah, yep. that's what's met up. a couple. Met a couple, you know, celebrities here and there, man, in the barber field. I'm gonna say, list off some of the, some big names you uh you cut over the years. Ooh, so big names. Well, CJ Ham's, you know, first one. That's my dog. Yep. Like no, you I just said, cut Trench Baby. Yeah, Trench Baby. Yep, yep. Just met him. He's cool people, man. That was cool. Cool act. Cool ah, cool experience to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Irv, like I said, I cut the running back coach for the Vikings. I cut another fullback. He's playing with the <coughs> Bears, I think now. His name's Blaze Kari Blazing Game. I cut him up. Right. Um, shit. Who else, man? 
Not nothing really crazy. That's about it. You know, a couple local rappers like X Men. You know, <laughs> hey, that man. Hey, hey, that man. Hey, like I said in the last legend, podcast, legendary man. Hey, X Men is non-existent anymore. Yeah. That man is retired. Cut a uh, seep. You know, I cut hey. that boy seep, man. Yeah, he's still going. He's still going. Going crazy, man. Um, but yeah, I've cut a lot of the Viking like, you know, facility, man. Like a lot of people in there. Cause I I know you have like a unique way of marketing yourself that. I don't see with a lot of barbers like I like you be taking like those videos, those uh, barbershop videos. I see you market yourself. I don't see too many people do that. And how old are you? I'm 30. Now see what that's see that's why I say it's unique because you're kind of in like the my age group type of marketing, which is it's working. Like I'm glad you're like that. Yeah. What made you like or who told you or what inspired you to or how did you know how to? Do all those little marketing tactics. Um, you kind of just pick stuff up over like watching social media. Barbers on social media, you kind of learn and pick up stuff. Um, but you kind of just do your own flavor to it, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, you got to stay with the social media game, bro, to keep the trends yeah, going. No, you know what right. I'm saying? You yeah. got to keep the trends going, bro. And No pun intended. No pun intended, <laughs> man. You got to keep up with the trends. That's for sure. But yeah, no, you just kind of learn stuff off social media. Other barbers doing this, doing that. And you kind of just pick up little things right here and there. How'd you get your foot in the door with cutting all these football, NFL players, basketball players, celebrities? How'd you get your foot in the door with that? Um, so, shit, just kind of, just Instagram, bro. Instagram kind of put me out there. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you put your portfolio. You market yourself a certain way, man. Eventually, somebody's gonna catch your eye. You know, to it. Once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah, man. That's how it happened, bro. You know, I gotta shout out my dog Aaron Berg, bro. Like he's the one that got me CJ Ham. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, okay. he met, you know, I think he hit up Aaron and was like, hey, bro, who's your barber or whatever or something like that. And I just got a DM from CJ Ham one day and I, bro, it's funny <laughs> how me and that dude met, bro. Like, I literally told him I was booked. Can you believe that? I told him. You told CJ Ham? NFL Damn. player, I was booked. I wasn't about to cut him. I almost fucked up that whole thing, bro. Oh, and I man. instantly caught myself and was like, what am I doing? Yeah, he can't like, do Like, what am I doing? Yeah, he can't do my that. first athlete and I just told this man I'm booked. But now nah, I ended up just fixing it, and I told him I can get him like the next day. Now it's like some of these players, like CJ Ham. Now is is he what he expect? Is he what expected him to be? Is he what like you expected him to be in person? Like how is he like his personality? Um, all these people that you meet, are they humble? Are they cocky? Are they arrogant? They got all this money, like how nah, man. You know they're actually real humble people, bro. They're just regular like us, bro. They just got a big bag. That's right, it. Right, you know, yeah, like yeah. you know, a lot of people get that confused you know because they got money but i'm sure some of them are, are divas you know what i'm saying but yeah, i haven't met one yet all the all the athletes and people that work with the vikings like they've all been super humble man but cj's the humblest as they come hey, that's, that's a up. real family man right there he'd be coming into the shop or do you have to like go over to um i he comes to the shop where i go do house calls for him okay. at his crib yeah what's that like like when he comes into the shop and you got like all the other like what's the vibe like when he comes into the shop uh i mean we all just show him love bro you that's know the first it. time he came it was definitely like like oh my god everybody was quiet you yeah, know like yeah. let's caesar focus but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. like everybody was like trying not to say something stupid but now that we build a relationship man yeah. we just talk shit you know we laugh, whatever, you know, but it, it was crazy the first time he came in, man. We all kind of just got quiet and was acting super fake professional. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, man, but yeah, for sure, man. It was cool. Right. Cool vibe. Now, I know you're a Cowboys fan. Die hard. Yes, sir, Cowboys we fan. them boys, man. How you feel about that Brandon Cooks trade? Oh, I love it, bro. I love it. I wish we would have got D Hobbs, but 
Cooks will do. Cooks will do. I just saw that they they just uh, traded uh, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, to the Texans. How you feel about that? I, not, I, yeah, I don't think it's. I laugh because hit. because Dallas offered him way more than what he got from Houston. So I mean, oh, it is really? what it is. Good luck to that dude. Yep. So what made you? How'd you become a Cowboys fan? Uh, my dad, bro. To be real, you know, growing up seeing him watch the Cowboys play every you know every Sunday, like I grew up into it. And all my family's all Cowboy fans, so. Right, right. You had to be a cowboy fan in my career. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, bro. There was no other way. I see you have a you have a cowboy tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It has a okay. so it's basically supposed to be like a Des Bryant inspired tattoo. Oh, but it has my birth date in the center. Who's your favorite cowboy, Des Bryant? Of all time, is either Des or Emmett, man. Emmett Smith and Des Bryant. That's my two top. No, Dion. I mean, he's not a true cowboy. I guess man. So. He's not a true no. cowboy. I guess so. Speaking no, of he won, he won us a Super Bowl, but he ain't a true cowboy, man. I guess so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He is the greatest of all time, though, I think. Oh, no doubt. Oh, no. No doubt. doubt. Speaking of Cowboys, you think uh, you think Dak could be the quarterback to get it done? Man. He gets a lot. He gets a lot. Uh, that man, Dak, be selling. Let me sorry. take a drink before I... <laughs> <laughs> that I man, Dak, he's, um, he's so, like, he's a great... Person, you know what I'm saying? Like he looks yeah, like he'd yeah. be a dope person to talk oh, yeah, to, have yeah. a conversation. But to win a fourth down and one with five seconds to go, he is not the guy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a he's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's great. Yeah, man. You, he's not a Brady. No, he's not a Rodgers. No, without a doubt, not at all. He's better than Kirk. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, yeah, Kirk, yeah, that yeah, man. Yeah, 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 better than Kirk, man. He's a, all this white. He's a regular Kirk season quarterback. Black Kirk Cousins shit better chill out. <laughs> And he, he close, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Some yeah, of his game, some of his play calling. I feel like he get a pass because he wore that star in his helmet. It's, so. Bro, it's something about that star. You're right. You're yeah. right. Imagine Kirk being a cowboy. They probably oh, do the same man. shit. Oh, oh yeah. I'm coming at his head. <laughs> Speaking of cowboys, though, how you feel about Ezekiel Elliott being gone? Yo, Ooh. that hurt, man. Because that was one of my favorites of like this generation. Um, yeah. You know, I love Ohio State, and seeing them draft the you know Zeke from Ohio yeah, State yeah. was dope as hell and. I mean, his time was up, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah. lost his step. He's yep. getting older. Legs ain't what they used to be. Put so. on a little bit more weight, too. It kind of yeah, got he got a little step, bigger. Man. He got a yeah. little bigger. Lost his step. Pollard but came in stepped up, too. Pollard's, like, Pollard's the guy now. Pollard takeover, yeah. He's the guy. Pollard takeover, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. No, I see you all tied up, man. What's the, what's the inspiration behind the tattoos? <laughs> you always been into tattoos or what? You got the neck piece? Yeah, bro. Um, shit, I've always liked art in general. You know, I, I grew up drawing. That was actually my first love. I, was, I wanted to be a tattoo artist. but Oh, really? Yeah, I wanted to be one, man, because I, you know, I just love art, bro. I love drawing, but I ended up being a barber, nah, which is I very similar, though. It's, it's an art-based you know, It's an art job. form. Yeah. Man. I suck at drawing. I wish, that's one thing. I wish I, can, <laughs> I wish I could sit down and draw. I cannot draw to save my life. Okay, okay. I remember in art sure class. It's never too late to start <laughs> no, shit. I remember in art class, I used to have like everybody do my projects. Because <laughs> ah, I cannot man. draw, bro. Ah, I cannot draw to save like my me in math class. Here, do my math for me, bro. Oh, yeah. Man. Basically, I got through high school. <laughs> Making pictures of other people's homework and everything. Like, <laughs> oh, I remember that. But yeah, man, the tattoos all mean something to me, bro. It's not just shit put together like certain people do, you know? Like, right. all my shit is all very meaningful. I feel it. I feel it. Just all stuff from my life incorporated into it, you know? While we're on the high school topic, how so how was it like in high school for you? It was cool, man. I was a very friendly person, you know? Like, I think I was very likable. I wasn't popular, but I wasn't going to say I wasn't popular. Right, right. Um, I definitely have friends of all types, 
every race. Yep, you know, yep. I was, like I said, a very likable person. Um, it was fun, though. Just didn't okay. like the school part. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's... Yeah, it was fun. Now, yeah. nah, since you said that, nah, I know you meet some like very unique, different culture type of people. Mm-hmm. What is like some cool little stories that you heard? Because I know you see a lot of different people on a day-to-day basis. What are like some cool culture or some cool stories that you heard from some of your clients? Mm, man, I can't really think of none off the top of my head. But just everybody's culture is so intriguing to me. Man. I bet. You know what I'm saying? That's another part of being a barber that I love. Just learning people and getting to know them about what what they come from and how they grew up and you know, foods and the way right. they live. and they, it's, it's just dope, man. But every culture is so different. You know, right. like, it, it's cool to see all that and experience it. I was just going to say, so how important is it for you to have that conversation when people sit down in the chair? How important is that to Ooh, you? That's the most important part, bro. You know, I feel it. you got to build that bond with that person, man. They're, you're basically their therapist for the 45 oh, minutes. Yeah, you know no what I'm doubt, saying? Yeah. And a lot of people end up looking at you like their therapist the more and more they come back to you. Right, right. I've heard some. Uh, I've heard yeah. some very, very deep, deep shit from some clients that you know they wouldn't tell nobody else. So no, it's just right. like I respect that. No, you know, I, I take that very serious. So the conversation's the most important part for real. Yo, sure, because like me personally, I look forward to you know sitting down in a chair, chopping it up for a facts, little bit, facts, having yeah, a little man. conversation. You know, check up because you like like I said, I've been going to you since I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So you basically watched me go through like <laughs> every stages, yeah, bro. You bro, seen that seen all. from a kid to a grown ass man, bro. So how is that like people like me seeing <clears throat> like people just like start off really young and just growing up? How is that seeing that? It, is it weird to you? Nah, it's not weird. It's just like shocking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like it shocks me like knowing that I've literally seen you from a kid to now, right? But, like, you going through all the shit you went through, and, like, yep. it's cool, though. It's cool to see the accomplishments, the yep, success, yep. you know, like, where you're at now, man. So, it's, like, it's dope to see that, you know? And I got a lot of kid clients that I've seen grow up. Right. Now they got kids or yeah, married yeah. or in college or whatever, you know? So, it's, it's, it's crazy, No, bro. it's funny because you... It's like I'm a dad, you know what I'm saying? No, right. <laughs> it's like funny. real shit. Because it's funny because you see me, like, go through all my little weird phases, like my OBJ dye hair face. <laughs> Man. Oh, Yo, man. I, I that, man. Hey, man, you bogus for not telling me that. <laughs> way, bro. You hey, bro, you <laughs> like that. I loved it, bro. Hey, man, you bogus for that. Hey, I gotta, I gotta give you what you like, bro. Nah, Shit. I guess so. I guess so. You rocked it while you, you know, while you could. Man, I tried it, man. It didn't come out as, as I wanted to. <laughs> Over there, that's my guy, man. Um, that's my dad. guy. Yeah, I'm salty. We didn't get him on the Cowboys. I wanted him bad. Yeah, I don't think that's happening anymore because we got they cooks, picked up man. Cook. So I think that's kind of dead. And OBJ. He wants like twenty million. Yeah, he too man. cocky. He wants twenty million. I'm yeah, like, he's I'm, tweaking. That's my boy, but I don't think you worked that much tweaking. coming off an injury like that. Nah. All right, so now going into turning topics here, the segment that Man Xavier started, which has been doing really well. Yes, sir. Let's okay. talk about that Lamar Jackson situation. You feel like you're gonna stay with the Ravens? You feel like you're gonna go somewhere else? Because rumors Ooh. out there, he want two hundred million guaranteed, but I don't think he's gonna get that two hundred million. Ooh, I don't think he gonna get it either, bro. I think he gonna be on a different team. Uh, they're saying the dark horse is Minnesota. Man, but I, I would like to see that. That would be wild. I, I, I would like love to see, to see him. Real talk with the Niners, bro. Just that with that tough. offense, that would be tough. That would be insane. And I, I really don't like Purdy's good, bro. But he, I don't think he's like their guy. You know, like he was just kind of like yeah. A good I don't backup. know. I don't know. I think because to me, bro, that playoff game, man. 
He I showed, think he, he got showed, scared, yeah, man. He got scared yeah. as hell. I bro. think he got scared. I don't think he wasn't ready for the pressure. Nah, that, that, but it, Philly too. But Philly's nah. dangerous, bro. They had a super scary team at that time. Yeah, that bro. defense was nasty. That run game was nasty. Man, weak ass Eagles. They lost everybody. I give it up to Jalen Hurst. That man. Oh, yeah, he proved right. people wrong. I don't care if he lost, man. Jalen Hurst, he proved people wrong. See, I like him. I respect him a lot. I just don't I hate Philly. Nah, yeah, them Philly fans yeah, different. I can't, I can't stand yeah, Philly, bro. Yeah. But yeah, I think Lamar, I think he'll be on a different team. I hope, you know, he deserves the money. He he don't deserve no Mahomes money, but no, nah. nah, yeah. But I definitely think I don't know why teams are being so bogus with him. Like like he's not like he wasn't an MVP quarterback. Right. Without the true. without him, the Ravens, they're not doing nothing. Shit, they're calling him the new Vic, bro. Like, dude's cold. That's what I'm saying. Without the Ravens, I don't think he they're not doing nothing. I think it's just all that guaranteed money he wants. Yeah. Like, Hey, Deshaun Watson, he he, he, he flooded the market. market. He changed yeah, it. That's, Facts, bro. That's what did it. He changed the whole game, the whole perspective on contracts. I mean, what's what's your opinion, Caesar, on that uh, <clears throat> Deshaun Watson situation? You think he was really out there getting freaky <laughs> uh, like he that? Was getting freaky, deep. That man was with a masseuse, bro. That man can't just get freaky. a regular fucking. <laughs> 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 this man really hired masseuse to come smash. Yeah, He's that man crazy, was bro. Freaky. That boy's crazy, bro. I don't know about that. I'll be real. I didn't think they would let him back in the NFL. I thought it was. Over I didn't think. It, I thought it was over with too. Uh, yeah. I it was over with. I seen some videos of fans like uh, calling him like, dogging like yeah, him. they were yeah. dogging him for sure. That's, that's got to be tough for a player though, man. You got all that fans getting all you that hit. money, bro. They don't know what to do with it. Like that must be a lot, especially young, you know. But I don't ever give excuses for the shit. Nah, he did. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah, that shit was too much, bro. Nah, but still staying on sports. Transition over to basketball real quick. I know we already talked about it twice, but do <clears> you <throat> have any thoughts, opinions on the John Morant situation? He just got a he got an eight game suspension, Man. I believe. Clown, that's what clown. I think. Clown, clown, fucking up his money, bro. His future. Trying to make that hood. Dude, it, dude is not from there, bro. Like, I seen pictures of him when he was like young, and it was like a white picket fence family, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Like his real name is Clarence, you know? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real, like that type of situation, bro. But his parents have a real good marriage. Yeah, yeah facts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just think he just he's done for that, bro. He needs better guidance, you know. Like you would think his dad would step up to the plate, but it seems like he's going along with it. Right. Yeah, I know. Which is dumb. Now bouncing back because I just thought about it since we're on because you said the real name is Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about it. So what's what's your favorite rapper right now or favorite artist I should say? Uh, it's definitely K Dot man, Kendrick Lamar, the goat man. Now this is like this is a mental uh, podcast. How how much do you think music plays a role in your mental? Oh, it's a hundred percent, bro. I, I do I do music for therapy, bro. I feel you. You know, I usually my artists consist of people that talk about real shit or something that hits me a different way and. I think music is good for the soul, bro. So it's, I think it's, it's huge. It's a huge right. part of my life. Now, like speaking of that, now I'll be like thinking, does it get old listening to music all day in a barbershop? <clears throat> yeah, for sure. That's why we switch to movies sometimes. Cause, you know, like, yeah. Because <laughs> you guys uh, play music all day. I couldn't just go home in the car and listen to music again. I had to yeah. listen to music for a long, the whole day. You got to take a little break. That's for sure, bro. But you know, when we do take breaks, it's like I said, we either watch a show or a movie just to kind of balance it, you know? Right, right, right. I feel it. I feel it. So yeah, it does get annoying sometimes listening to all, especially when it's like one subject of music, you know, like one genre. Trap all day. I can't do that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rod wave all day. Like, boy, <laughs> and my feelings all day. Like, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know that's that dude. Yeah, Damn, nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. that Rod wave shit. See, now, I'm a strong believer in... 
what <clears throat> you hear is what 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 you will put out. Do you feel like say young boy example for mm-hmm. example? Do you feel like listening to negative music all day or or all the time? Does it you think it messes you know you think it can like mess with your head a little bit? I think all that for, negativity. I think for like young kids, yes, because they still have so much shit to process in their minds. You know what I'm saying? So right, like, right. when they listen to stuff like that, I really do feel like it influences them to. You know, maybe act a certain way or exactly, talk a certain yeah. way. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Whatever you listen to, I feel like you put out, you know, and you, you kind of try to imitate that shit a little bit. Right, That's why right. I listen to a lot of positive shit. Sometimes I be on my savage shit, you know, I be... Yep, yep. But hey, your boy be getting me going sometimes I'm, I'm, in the I'm, car. I'm already... I'm grown, man, so I know I ain't going to be, you know, like yeah. motivated Fooling by that for shit. It. Yeah, yeah fooling yeah. for it. I feel it. I feel it. But, yeah, for the younger people, for sure, I think kids will definitely get into that a little more than the grown people would. Right, right. Now, what is, not flipping a little bit, what is, like, some, are you spiritual at all? Uh, yes and no. Like, I've learned about it, but I'm not, like, 100% or nothing like that. I know, right. I know enough, you know? Big into, like, any manifestations or anything? Nah, not really, man. Okay. Kind of go with the flow, you know? Because I'm going to say, what is, do you, do you do any practices to, you know, calm your mind out a little bit? I mean, any, I, like, meditating? Are you into any of that type of stuff? For sure. Yeah, I definitely meditate. Like, I, I definitely, you know, sometimes I need my own peace and quiet, bro, to kind of just not right, break right. down from the whole day, you know, and just kind of, decom- you know, decompress. Right. But yeah, meditation is definitely uh, something I do, for sure. I was about to say, so what, what type of meditation do you do? What does it consist of? Uh... So for me, something that would consist of meditating would literally be just dark room, mm-hmm. light up a few candles, yep, yep. and play some music, bro, and just sit there and just vibe to it. I feel it, yeah, it's relaxing. That's it, bro. Or sometimes without music and just sit there and just be in my thoughts. Shit, that's it. Right. Now, do you do that after, you know, a long day of cutting just to wind down a little bit? For sure. Yeah, there's, you know, I don't do it every day, but I try to do it as much as I can because it's, you know, sometimes it's needed. Sometimes some days be harder than others. So, but yeah, right. I try to do it as much as I can, bro, just for my own good mental health, bro. I feel it. I feel it. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Now, speaking of that, I remember I asked this question to one of my guests on my podcast a while back, but getting into the deeper aspect again, there's obviously a phrase that goes out there that says, like, for men, like, take it like a man. Do you feel like that phrase is like, you feel like that's a right thing to say, or do you feel like men should be able to like express your feelings more? Like how we were just talking about, like you yeah, know, that's de- a good question. Decompressing and you know just sitting with your own thoughts and letting it out. Do you feel like men should be able to express your feelings a lot more and just not have that phrase like "take it like a man" be really out there? Yeah, not nah, for sure, man. Like I feel like men are just they're you know we're looked at not to be soft. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And for for the us, angel, that's, yeah. the, that's yep. the hardest part. You know, as a man, is we. We get looked down upon when we start talking about our feelings. You have a lot of responsibility. That that motherfucker's a crybaby or whatever. But take it like a man to me, bro, is such bullshit, you know, terms to me, like the way it's it's just brought up to be. Because I feel like growing up, a lot of people deal with trauma. They get taught that early, you know? You get taught. It's not okay to talk about your feelings. Just be happy. Stuff like that. Yeah, just just handle it. You're, You're a boy or you're a man, whatever, you know? Like we're just supposed to deal with shit a certain way, but... For sure, man. Yeah, I think that's a that's a dumb phrase, you know. Take it yeah. like a man. How do you cope? How so when you're having a bad day? How do, what do you do to cope with it? Um, to be honest, man, you know I got kids, so I I, I literally go through my phone and look at my kids' pictures. Oh, okay, okay. Videos like of that. them, you know, that makes me smile, bro. Or just somebody that's like, you know, like I said, I was talking to somebody, man. I usually go and try to have a conversation with her, and she's been kind of 
bringing me some peace lately. So mm-hmm. that's, that's been helping me a lot. Sure. I feel like a partner is very important, you know? A lot of people forget that, you know, you have somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. Talk to them, you know, that's kind of what gives me peace of mind all the time. Now, what comes with the thing of life, you know, some days, mm-hmm. are, you, are, you, are you feeling lonely at all? It's, you know, because you, you can't from being married for that long to yeah, become yeah. a single. Somebody's lonely for you or how? Yeah, man. Like, them lonely nights were definitely tough. Um, you got you to gotta learn how to be alone, though. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have to learn how to go through that. You know, that's the toughest thing, I feel like, as a man, because, like I said, back to the being soft thing, you know, when you're alone, you got to cope with your own feelings in your own way, you know what I'm saying, to get out of that shell, to break right. out of that barrier, because if you don't, it's like, it's just going to eat you alive, bro, but to be alone is definitely important to do. Right, because I was, I was, back then, man, when I was, I was really big until, like, I was hiding my emotions a lot, <clears throat> and yeah, it just, man. it was, it, 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 it eats you alive, just keep holding out all Holding that all in like that. Facts. Without a doubt. That it definitely can get you. Yeah, them emotions, man, they need to be expressed, bro. Otherwise that shit's gonna kill you, you know? No, right. Let me ask you something. Now, do you do you cry? <laughs> for sure. Shit. I feel it. Man, real real niggas cry, bro. Oh no, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. If you don't cry, I'm man, like you lying to yourself. No, yeah. I I feel like uh when you cry it just it just releases just a big barrier. It does, bro. A lot of people don't realize how important that is to release that, you know? Like, that's a lot of weight off your chest, off your shoulders. Right. Like, when you, when you let out tears, bro, it's, it's important. Right. Like, people don't realize how important that shit is. Because you hold all that in, bro, like I said, it's going to eat you alive, brother. Right. Now, you big onto showing a little bit, like, I want to say affectionate, but showing your emotions around your, your friends or, you know, some of your brothers in the barbershop. <clears throat> Are, do you do that a lot, or are you, are you kind of, like, to yourself? Um, I've learned to open up more with them, you know, because those right. are my brothers, you know, at the end of the day. But there is certain things, man, that you just, over time, you kind of, you got to learn how to trust, you know, because that was one yeah. of my biggest things. You tell people so much, you know, and then they end up using it against you one day. And yeah. But lately, yeah, I've been, those are my guys, bro. I talk right. to them, you know, I, I open up. We all do, you know. We all talk about our real shit going on in our lives, so. It's important to do that for sure. Right now, bouncing back off that now, that bond that you, uh, you know you build in this shop is there, is there any drama all the time or anything like that? You know, being around the same people every day all day, like how is, how is that? Man? Is there some days where y'all not talking to each other? Like how is how does that go in the bar um, shop? I mean, there's there's days where you know we might have a little you know right little fight like, here like and there, little up, argument, like, something we just don't agree on, bro, but. At the end of the day, man, we're going to make up. We're brothers, man. We're better than that, you know? Right, right. But never enough to be like, man, I ain't talking to this dude all day. Yeah, you know, yeah, type yeah. shit. We, we end up making making up at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, grown man at the end of the day. Yeah, man, we grown as fuck, bro. Oh, yeah. Because I know, man. Because I, I was just thinking, you, you kind of have like the perfect like universe in the barbershop. You, you kind of have every, like, you have like every culture to a person like you have like the older guy which is Clint mm-hmm. you have the younger guy James you, mm-hmm. you have everything that can connect with everyone and Clint man that man has me dying man <laughs> that that's man. OG man that's Gramps yeah that's the OG that shot I feel like you have to have that you have you, you have the best setup because you have everything that everyone needs in that shop yeah man we have something that people walk into and feel a family environment you know what I'm saying definitely. Like, yeah, definitely. we don't have just one specific age group you know like and that's why I like the most about my shop like we have somebody for the older people that come in, you know, and we have a good variety of people, man. Shit. So it, it, it's fun to see that, too, because, like, right. everybody's personality is so different. Exactly, yeah. But it matches so well with us, you know? Right, right. But 
That yeah, for sure, man. That sounds like our friend group. No, literally, literally. <laughs> it was so different, bro. Yeah, no, now, are you looking to open? I know you have one shop right now. Are you looking to? What's your future plans with opening up new shops or expanding the business a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Uh can't say too much. <laughs> it's funny. Um, yeah, man, we got some stuff whipping up in the kitchen, bro. Like we we want to definitely open a second uh, second location. Um, my my grand complete goal is to have three shops though. And one of them being out of state, so right, okay. you know that might be my end goal. So now, what's the scouting report like that with barbers, <laughs> man? What's, how, how do you go about that? Um, I mean, shit, you just kind of go off, you know, like I said, social media. You follow certain people, and you kind of just peep a little bit, you know, see if they're happy or not where they're at. Mm-hmm. You reach out, you know, or you go to the barber school and you kind of go scope out people there to to scout new barbers. Right. And have have you done that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely done that in barber school, you know. You go okay. and you ask the the people, you know, who's ready to be closer to the burbs out here, you know? Right, right. That's the one hardest part, though, about finding barbers is having them come all the way out here. See, that's the thing, though, because, you know, typical, you know, barbers, you know, barbershops, you know, it's typically like an African-American thing. It's mm-hmm. a very culture thing. And you, Trans is the only really, like, popping barbershop in, the, you know, the suburbs, Apple Valley area. How, how did you think about that when you decided to open up the shop? Um... I think back in the day, if I was, like, younger, I definitely would have been like, nah, bro, we can't do that, you know, because me being Mexican, bro, like, it was hard at the beginning to be, like, to get a black dude to get in my chair. Right. But now that I'm so established and I, you know, people realize that I can make, you know, be in a good relationship with all of them. Right. And know how to cut every texture, every style, every whatever of hair, you know, it's not a big deal. Right. So, yeah, it's like, shit, it's cool. And I have a little question, man. What's What's up? Man. Well, I find it so funny how, like, you know, black people, Mexicans, whatever, they can cut white people hair. But why can't white people cut some black people hair, man? I don't, why why know, do you think that, man? I don't know. I just feel like it, it all depends on the person, bro. Shit, like, if, it depends on how much they want to learn. Right. Obviously, know? yeah, there's some, you know, white dudes that are cold. Yeah, some without of them are super cold. I'm not hating on that. But majority, I feel what you're saying, you know? Um but shit, I got in that too, bro. Like I said, right, right. I got in that too, being Mexican. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I actually remember a little quick story when I was in Burnsville Center, bro. Like, this dude came in and I was the only barber open. And he deadass looked at me and said, do you know how to cut black people hair? And little did he know, I was like the top guy in there, right. you know? And everybody was like, bro, you're going to fuck up. But, you know, like, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you're going to fuck up by not going in that, getting in that chair. So I ended up not cutting him and he got a haircut by somebody else, a black guy. And he ended up getting fucked up. <laughs> and he saw my customer leave out of my chair and he was just like, damn, you know, like he looked right, like right. he regretted that decision, damn. you know? So it just all depends on how good you are as a barber, bro. I don't really think color determines, you know? No, yeah, that's true. Very true. Same with uh, being a female barber. Facts. I feel oh, like yeah. a lot of female guys were tough. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people were trying to. They have such a yeah. they have such a big range for female barbers, bro, because they can do hair. Yeah. They can cut the hair. You know what I'm saying? If you're a braider and a barber, that shit, that's a dream of mine. Oh yeah. So it's I, like I, I feel like, like they got of, the upper hand, low key. Right. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are shy away from the female barbers because just because they're a female. Exactly. And that's kind of going back to like you saying with the with like the white thing, you know, right. white barbers cutting black dudes hair, like I just don't feel like you should judge a book by its cover. That's bro. very true. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know what that chair's going to, you know, what you're going to walk out in that chair, bro. Shit. I have the best haircut of your life. No, yeah. That's that, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. Facts, bro. You know, um, nearing to the end of the podcast, you know, 
Caesar, any, you know, shout outs you want to make? Uh, yeah, shout out to the whole trans family, bro. Like, real talk, shout out to them. Shout out to Mom Dukes, always. Um, shout out to my kids, bro. And shout out to good blessings for everybody, brother. Anything for you, Andy? Ooh, shout out to everyone listening. Appreciate y'all tuning in to us, man. Keep, right. Let's keep it going. Right. Me, I appreciate uh, Caesar, you coming through, man. I appreciate it. I just want to give you a flyers right quick, man. I just want you to bro, keep doing that. Like oh, I said, definitely, definitely. you have a, like, I, I peep, like, your growth, man. It's, it's very inspiring, man. Like, you have, you like I said, you have a unique way of, like, cur- like, the marketing side of it that I don't see with a lot of other barbers. And, like, I just see your work, man. You, just, you do some cold cuts. So I just want to give you a flyers with that. I like some of the talks that we had in the chair, man. Like, like I said, bro, you watch me grow up. Like, you've seen different phases of my life. And it's just crazy, like, you know, I'm having you sit down on my podcast now. So, real, I just want to thank you yeah, for coming by. Awesome, and, I, bro. and I appreciate that. Appreciate y'all having me, man. For real. Oh, for sure. And with that, thank you for tuning in to the Walk It Talker podcast. And I'm gone. Peace. Sheesh.